Hey guys, this is Isaac and welcome to the Indian D2C Playbook, a podcast series where I interview direct-to-consumer brands who have built meaningful businesses over the past. Over the next 25 minutes, we will deep dive behind the screen and uncover successful playbooks of these D2C startups. If you like what you're listening, please do subscribe and watch out for our future episodes. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in to Indian D2C Playbook. I have uh, Ashish with me, who is a founder and CEO of Atiti Kana. And uh, Ashish is a quite a well-known person uh, in my entrepreneurship journey as well. So I'm super happy to have him here. Thanks for joining, Ashish. Uh, shall we get started? Thank you. Thank you, Isaac. Uh, hi, viewers. Uh, thank you, Isaac, for the opportunity. Uh, glad to share whatever knowledge what I have. So introducing, uh, I'm Ashish Nahar. I run Atiti Khana. We are a six-year-old company. So we are into the home-cooked food delivery segment for companies and individuals. So we are a discovery platform where you can figure out home kitchens, you can figure out uh, caterers, kitchens, home chefs, where we work with them primarily and the logistics is completely owned by us. So through this, we are able to serve companies, individuals and also events. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And uh, when did you start this, Ashish? So we started in the year June 2015. So the okay. journey was actually, the idea came up uh, from the thought that when we started, there were a lot of companies who were into the space of food delivery segment and they were primarily working with uh, restaurants or hotels. So nobody were tapping the segment of caterers. So that's when it intruded us saying that, why don't we start working with kitchens, with caterers? Because their food is good, they don't have any kind of storage, they cook fresh every day and they cook what is required every day. So that's where the idea came where to provide home food to customers, to anybody in fact. So and there is a huge demand for home cooked food uh, since a lot of people in Chennai itself, there are a lot of migrants who work from other states and uh, different places. So this is how the idea started. We started very lean and then slowly we have grown to what we do today. Got it, got it. And I think there is also the health benefits uh, associated with home-cooked foods rather than ordering in it in Swiggy. One or two days, it will be okay, but uh, on a continuous basis, then it would be a, a hassle, right? So Absolutely. I think have, uh, yeah. Absolutely. So that is one of the biggest reasons, in fact. So we have a very good uh, retention of customers. People love to order with us. The reason is that since it's home food, they don't have to think too much to whether... Um, to, to order today or not why because it's all simple food what you get it at what your mom makes it at home so that's the food what we deliver and also at the same time we have always kept the cost at the affordable side so that anybody can afford uh, to order from us got it got it got it and uh, uh, why now uh, ashish why why atiti kana now what are some of the timings or signals that you have uh, found in the market that it eventually led you to start Atiti Kana? See, um, initially, as in, in terms of uh, starting Atiti Kana, uh, coming into this place, so it was a very uh, as in, uh, cumbersome journey, I would say. We figured out into multiple places, multiple concepts where to choose Atiti Kana itself, 
um it was an experience altogether where i was initially trying to figure out the vendors whom we onboarded and also when we started meeting out these people we figured out that these are very good people who are so passionate about the business and also one interesting thing is that these are all kitchens majorly run by women backed up by husband who takes care of the front end so that is also a very interesting uh, journey and very interesting things to learn from the kitchen as a whole itself got it got it and i think these are very 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 uh, upcoming trends right that's also happening maybe 10 years back we would not have seen uh, uh this kind of a trend or sign i think you are taking up something that is uh, logistically happening and you are using that logistics to find distribution see right? and uh, uh to tell you as i think major of the viewers who are listening they would already know food delivery segment is a is a very very crucial unit economics where to to figure out in terms of how you can be profitable and how you can run the company is actually a very challenging thing because the margins are extremely thin so that is where with our picture since we also have a very good retention of customers and at the same time there are people who are also keen on ordering from home segment right after covid because they are uh, right when the lockdown was lifted lot of people were scared to order from restaurants and hotels so we saw a good spike in terms of ordering from individuals or anybody as a aged people they started opting for home cooked food rather than going for hotels or restaurants got it got it super super interesting to know about your journey uh, so where are you now uh, ashish uh, how big is the brand today see it's been 6 years now there has been a lot of learning uh, personally and also as a company as a whole so right now we are into three types of segments uh, we do individual customers with individual customers anybody can order a single meal as well and the second option what we give them is we also do have subscription systems where they can opt for subscription for a monthly or a weekly basis and the third thing is that we also got into essential category into the same food space itself like something of a dry items and the second segment what we do is corporates Uh, we do lot of companies on a daily basis right now due to covid since everybody are working from home as you all know so that segment is slightly on a lower side and the third one is we do lot of events like any kind of corporate events or any get together or any parties so those are three segments what primarily we are into and all this have come from the learning of business this was not a, a uh, this was all through what we started doing at atithi khana got it got it so i think you primarily built the business on learning one step at a time but these were not maybe your visions when you started but these learnings led to where you are today if i if i summarize absolutely i said as in the we started with the approach of just serving home cooked food and we are extremely passionate about the kitchens with whom we are working why because these are people who are very confined with their own space their own setup they don't want to grow much uh, in terms of numbers they're happy with what they're doing so we find it very interesting to work with them and take their food to multiple places that is also one of the reason and also the corporates or the event segment as all come from the learning of the business itself we never if you ask me during the day one or the initial phase did i even think about it no i absolutely did not it all came Got from it. the learning 
got it got it and uh, how many kitchens work with you guys at this moment see currently uh, after covid there are few kitchens which got shut down and due to their own reasons of running their kitchen so currently we have close to 24 kitchens which are primarily in city in chennai and uh, we are operational in the major parts of chennai like right from madipakam till annanagar we serve anywhere in these locations got it got it got it and uh, one one important piece that i wanted to learn from you is uh, in uh, when you are building this direct to consumer brand right so yeah. when you are uh, sitting closer to customers and building the brand around your customers yeah. uh, what are all the benefits that you see in being in this model okay see uh, the concept itself initially if you say uh, food as a need and also food good food which can be consumed on a daily basis itself is a um, that itself gave us branding altogether in the initial phase so a few key things to add on to this is that one is that keeping the pricing affordable so that anybody can opt for that really depends on how your thought process is on how you want to take the product into and number two is that treating customers as your friends in fact so if you start doing that you will have a relationship with them and automatically there will be a very good retention so that is also one of the reason we never treat our customers like they are somebody unknown to us we treat our customers as if we know them because they are going to stay with us for a while and they are going to trust us for their food so when you do that way automatically that comes as a part of brand itself as an experience and the third thing is the way you approach in terms of your cost and in terms of the company's approach itself so we are building this business as a whole where we are building this to sustain on a longer run not we are building to last if i can tell you in a simple words so on that thought process lot of actions within the company has been into that direction it's not just build to make money and grow rapidly we are building to last we are building for a longer game in fact got it got it this is super helpful and uh... I, I like the part where you mentioned uh, on building for retention, right? So when you are, uh, you know, working most likely because you have this advantage of building a D2C brand, yeah. you are direct to consumer customers and you are uh, building the brand around them. Yeah. And then it, it makes a, a, a very good selling point to also build retentions once they find the experience very well. Absolutely. In your platform, right? And uh, so yeah thanks for sharing that and uh, uh, ashish now that so, it's been you know quite a lot of years since you have built this business and yes. a lot of learnings that you shared uh, what are some of the challenges that you see with growth in expansion uh, specifically in the d2c business right uh, uh, in 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 running atithi kana sure sure uh, the first challenge i would say is food business as a whole itself is operationally a bit challenging so where we are working in a model where um, we don't work in the model as the way swiggy zomato works so swiggy zomato has a model of individual deliveries and individual boys um, with a guarantee of timing so we work with a model of uh, combined route with a route being assigned with deliveries mapped into that so that we can save cost over there so that customer also gets the food at an affordable cost at the same time he gets a good experience in terms of timing so having said that so one of the thing very challenging is that operationally it is it is definitely challenging second thing is that finding the right set of people i feel that is the most crucial thing as in uh, being a startup 
you always have to look at your cost what is it being involved because you multiple places there are multiple costs being involved so having the right set of people who can be a part of the company who can be a part of the growth what you are going to do so that is one of the challenging thing what we have faced and the third thing is that so with food business um, where we are into multiple segments as in three segments into b2b uh, b2c and b2e as well events as well so the focus as in as a company is also one of the most crucial thing because at times it might seem misleading saying that um, you can step into this and you can do this as well so one of the challenge also is that you need to focus on what you are very keen on in terms of for a longer run so that is also one of the major reasons which i find challenging in the company got it got it very interesting very interesting uh, so uh, yeah. having multiple customer segments is also a choice that you need to take as an entrepreneur then uh, uh, you know will you be able to serve their right expectations right so persona will be uh, very much different and a different breed of animal and you have to uh, have expectations set right so i think uh, that's one important learning that i could also Definitely. understand uh so uh, uh i know there are many entrepreneurs who are listening to this who are uh, very very basic d2c entrepreneurs so they just started they have a boutique uh, instagram shop sure. or maybe they have a just a shopify store to start with uh, i wanted to uh, learn from your advice on uh, what are some of the insights uh, that you could share from your early set of customers sure. uh, how could, how did you acquire them where did you find them how did they start buying from you sure see i would say uh, it comes as a principle what you said for the company so i think uh, the first thing is that start providing value it might be it might be a very simple thing or it might be something what you thought of but start providing value in different aspects to the customer number 1 and number 2 is that put yourself in the shoes of the customer saying that if you would be a customer how would your experience would be how would you treat the product and so that would also make you understand what your consumers are actually undergoing and at the same time build a relationship with customers saying that don't just treat them as one of them treat them as your friends where you can um, train your people who are working with you also in such a way that they treat customers in a very easy way and it it will all reflect in the actions of your company so i think three things in terms of number one is that um, start providing value right from day one even if it is a smaller thing second thing would be think in customer shoes itself as to if you are using the product everything right from your your website or your app or your designs have a very clear communication promise what you can deliver don't over promise and under deliver and number 3 will be start treating customers as friends so that they will automatically start seeing the results in fact from your actions got it got it uh, super interesting and and uh, uh, where were your uh, first uh, if you remember your first two three customers Uh, how did you approach them uh, uh, in their early days see it was very interesting so uh, it was a journey of 2 uh, 3 months to figure out to start atithi khana so it all started on a sunday where uh, we had to decide the name uh, i decided the name there was nobody who was there so i decided the name and i 
designed something a very simple design on canva and i posted on facebook groups so i think that's how we got the initial set of customers and uh, in the initial days i used to meet customers directly deliver them food and have a chat with them to understand what we are delivering and what is their expectation i think that really helped me to even nurture my team and also to understand customers as a whole so i think because being into that space being with the customers talking to them understanding what kind of experience they are having it all helped in the initial days awesome awesome so uh, great great uh, insights there and uh, uh, what is your vision of atithi kana today ashish definitely so our vision is to grow in major metropolitan cities of india and at the same time to because home cooked food is a segment where not just chennai bangalore or hyderabad or delhi this is a challenge for every people who are staying in different parts of the country so we feel we are into a very niche uh, space and we promise what we can deliver as in we don't over promise we promise what we can deliver i think taking this atithi khana to major parts of chennai or major parts of india as a whole would be the vision for the company awesome awesome uh, so uh, super helpful and uh, there are many uh, d2c brands who are listening to this podcast and if you have an advice uh, now that you have climbed the mountain mm-hmm. uh, from the top if you could give them an advice on how do they go about uh, you know uh, for their brand how do they build a e-commerce business out of it uh, what would be your advice for them see i would say do your homework as in do your ground work as to what you have your thought uh, what you your idea and do a small prototype and test it out with your set of friends and set of people but don't keep waiting saying that there will be a right time to start you just need to take that leap of faith so that you can all, you can start because there is no right time for an entrepreneur to start their business because you have to trust yourself and your idea to start one fine day so that would be my piece of advice because there are a lot of people who want to get into entrepreneurship they are all scared or they are all skeptical into various thoughts i think just doing it is the biggest thing getting into the action mode yeah yeah absolutely absolutely uh, it comes from my experience also building inkbox and i think uh, you time you should not wait and it's just uh, uh, you know learning experience for everyone it's going to be new so i think uh, uh, beautifully said yeah. uh, thank you so much uh, ashish for joining thank this you, thank uh, you isaac uh, so and uh, uh, it has been really a pleasure to host you and uh, and i hope the learners had a great time listening to you from your experiences definitely any time uh, pleasure is mine too so thank you awesome